Hey guys, and welcome back to the Wrestling Nuts podcast. I'm Owen, and I'm here with Rory. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> fucking nailed, you fucking nailed that intro, brother. Well done. <laughs> First time! Okay. <laughs> so, today we have a bit of news to talk about. Brief, this is only going to be a brief, short episode. Brief, brief, yeah, brief aside, we actually had recorded an episode of this like a couple of weeks ago. We didn't mean to take a month between episodes. We recorded one. I like a money in the bank recap and then the file yeah. got corrupted so we had meant yeah. to record sooner but all we mentioned in it besides money in the bank was um dead punk and brian to aw which feels like a lock at this point but mm. well brian's a lock punk is quite likely i think but yeah you know, where, there, where there's smoke there's fire and there's a lot of fucking smoke so <laughs> and then so. Money in the Bank in a one sentence review was really fucking good. Yeah. It was magical, um, you might say. I enjoyed it. That's it's not a common sight to see me enjoying wrestling at the moment. Yeah, man, it feels bleak. Mm. It's really hard to enjoy. Actually, speaking of enjoying wrestling, I bought GCW Homecoming on Fight. Okay. And I watch Matt Cardona and Nick Gage. And that the, might be my the, match of the look, year. Oh, seriously, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it was so good. Like, it's actually a really good match. Cardona, that, that is the most heat I have ever seen since uh, Cena at One Night Stand 06. Seriously? He actually got, you know, he got more, yeah. He was coming out <laughs> and, like, the crowd, like, he had he had a security, because there's no, like, entrance way for that. Like, you come in through the fans. Mm. And he had a security team and did Fuck. you see the videos of when he did you see the videos of when he won the title they were throwing like bottles and shit at him and all the rubbish no i didn't see that oh man so he as soon as he wins the title because basically like a stable from gcw interviews uh, lays or one of like the top baby face in gcw uh interfered turned on nick gage laid him out uh cardona pins him with the rough rider or whatever he calls it now uh radio silence i think and then as soon as the bell hits right all the fans just start flinging shit at him and there's bits where he's like holding the, he's protecting his head with one hand holding the title up with the other and there's like rubbish like raining on him it was like when they threw all the glow sticks at dx oh shit it was one of the coolest things i've ever seen in a wrestling ring like genuinely like i'm gonna go back and watch the rest of the pay-per-view um but like as far as like enjoying WWE, i agree with you it feels very challenging at the moment even with fans there's just this weird feeling of like Oh God, go on. Do you get me? I feel only. Yeah. No. But also with the releases, it's one of Sarah Taste of the company. Me about. It's kind of like, oh yeah, like I had the feeling that like, I remember they were saying ah Vince is leading up to sell the company. Yeah. And when you see certain releases, you're like, that make it just makes more it makes more and more sense. Uh I don't see it necessarily like. Kinda. Um, I was reading thing. I was reading something today that Sean Ross Sapp was saying. I think it was him that they got an interview with like a WWE executive uh, under the condition of anonymity. Yeah. And he, I, I assume you probably read it. Well, you were you working today as well, right? Yeah, I was into late. Yeah. See, I was reading all this stuff this morning before I was working, and essentially the belief was that in 2015, 16, 17, whatever, there was that NXT global expansion plan. Yeah, and yeah. 
with like all the different performance centers and NXT brands and things. And then <laughs> plans plans for that stalled. Um, about 2018 or 19, the plans kind of like got held up. And they were still working on it, but slower. And they sort of went into talent hoarding mode in 2018. So that when this plan could go ahead, they had the talent to fill the rosters. But then <clears> COVID <throat> put the bullet in that completely. And they've decided that it's not financially viable for the NXT global plan. I don't know anything. I assume NXT UK is still okay. Like, I don't think they're going to get rid of it necessarily, but they've definitely put the brakes on like NXT India, NXT Japan, all this stuff. Like, that's not the plan right now. Uh, So you can tell, like, I don't think it's necessarily WWE gearing up to sell. I think they've realized that this plan of hoarding talent is not financially responsible. Yeah. Which it isn't like obviously I can't get into it too much with like because I can't talk about where I work in public like I'm not actually allowed like uh, talk about it on like something like this but you know in COVID we were given like an um, like a roster like a payroll budget but now like that the obviously pandemic is like eased up a little bit in Ireland the payroll budget's gone down but you can't sack people not like WWE you can't like let people go hmm. but WWE presumably have like a budget to allocate to payroll. And they're like, we can't, we can't justify some of these anymore. You know, your thoughts on that? Yeah, like when when you explain it like that, like when I from where I was working, obviously we kept going straight through. But a lot of businesses had to like realize we have a lot of staff. We won't be able to pay all this the way we like. We like we won't be able to feasibly pay what the way like the way we're paying them at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's just not sustainable. Yeah. Uh, and like it does make you wonder how NXT UK is still there. I imagine they're just on smaller contracts. Oh, they'd have to be. Like I like, can imagine that their yokes are like they're bigger than in like like obviously indie are just getting paid per show. But yeah, I'd say you're getting like it maybe a bit more than what you would be getting from doing that. And just you're given the guarantee that you'll be getting the money. Yeah, I'd say it's like an average wage, you know. Like I think like I actually do think NXT UK is good for wrestlers. Like mm. maybe not the wrestling business in the UK as a whole. But for the wrestlers that are signed, I think it's great to have a steady wage and things and like a reliable place to work. And they make good programming. Mm. I really like NXT UK. Also, then at the tournament. Would have liked to Oh, I saw that. I don't. I didn't see the participants, but the number one contenders for the Heritage Cup. I'm excited for that. I love an old tournament. Um, As also, usual, you have after, Mandrews, after, you have Wolfgang. Who was the first one, sorry? You have Mandrews. Oh, Mandrews. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, read, read out the bracket to me there. I can get it up. It's just there, the two that I just knew from the top of my head. Heritage. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, while you were saying that... Um, yeah, also, now that Bronson Reed is gone, that's two out of eight of the first breakout tournament gone. I know, so sad. <laughs> Did that not expect it... Bronson to be the next to go. Mm. I thought he was a surefire, like, babyface. Like, it was just a babyface you can hang on to, you know? Mid-card babyface on the main roster, I was thinking. Yeah. Like, that's, what, that's the weird thing about these releases. It's not that they're happening. It's that the people they're picking seem like... Ra- not random because they're picking them based on their contract but mm. like like Bronson was being speculated for a call up a couple weeks ago he just lost yeah he had call. matches on main events oh. didn't he 
Yeah, uh, no dark matches before SmackDown. And main event, oh, dark when they went back yeah. to when they went back to the live audiences, and they stopped taping main event before SmackDown. I think um, he was having actual dark matches in front of the crowd. Yeah, um, I saw Indy Hartwell has been having them as well. Indy Hartwell and Aaliyah have been having them as well. So yeah, um, hmm. could see. I don't know. Okay. I, I can't predict anything at the moment. But, yeah, we like I have the uh, so the first match: Mandrills Namdar. Um, I have... winning that. Oh, fuck you. I do I like, like his talk show. I, lo- I like Norm Dyer a lot. I love Manders too. He's fucking great. But um, I love him about live, actually. Hmm. Like, I think Kosher would be great 205 Live, honestly. But, yeah. uh, nah, I, 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 like I, I like Mark Andrews think... too much to, to just not go against him. I could, I could see Norm Dyer winning, like, taking the title off. Bait. Anyway, next two. Sorry. Yeah. Have Kenny Williams and and Oliver Carter. Ooh, that's a good. Weren't they a tag team? I. No. I oh no, it was Amir Jordan. It was Amir Jordan. Mm. Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith are a tag team. Oliver Carter is great. He's really underrated. And Kenny Williams is fucking class as well. Then we have Wolfgang versus Sam Gradwell. Oh. Wolfgang's been in that. <laughs> Wolfgang's been in NXT UK since day one, hasn't he? He was in both the, of them. The... Have, been. have they? Yeah, both of them were in the first tournament. I never knew that. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Gradwell. He lost in the. He lost pretty early on. He was the guy that was like injured by Pete Dunne before their match. Uh, and then Nathan Fraser versus uh, Tierman. Oh, cool! Younger, younger NXT UK talent. Hmm. I think NXT UK actually does a good job of like adding new guys to their roster, like not all at once, but like every once in a while they'll drop in, like there's someone like Shaw Samuels or like Rampage or whatever. Like they add them steadily yeah. enough that you're like, oh, who's this? You know? Yeah. That's but they also keep that. like they keep people strong though. Like Joe Coffey, like I'd still see mm. him. See, Joe Coffey feels like a kind of a shit or get off the pot thing. Like, he's definitely not going to be NXT champion, so put him somewhere else. He seems like one of them people that could be the champion given the right circumstances. I agree. Like, I really like Joe Coffey, but <laughs> it's this thing because NXT has it, you're still used to people moving up in NXT. Yeah. So it feels like, okay, he hasn't won the title by now. Put him somewhere else. But NXT UK, he like he might not want to move to the US, so he's just going to stay in NXT UK forever. And it's a yeah. challenge of trying to find interesting things for him to do while he's there. Hmm. So I could oh, see I him being a good challenger after Ilya wins it. I saw Blair Davenport attacking Zoya Brookside. That's quite cool. Mm. It's right. so weird, Connor main, Blair Davenport. Yeah, be Priestley. <laughs> I know. That's so weird, yeah. Anyway, on to the main topic of this pod with the new releases we have more releases and Jesus i was Christ. so i was watching smackdown mm. and then i got a notification on my phone saying more releases and your stomach uh, dropped did it yeah Oof. it hurt and so i woke up to it we'll go to so we'll go from the bottom to the top really Right. So, no disrespect to any of the guys that were released. <laughs> just like, you know. 
I doubt in they'd terms be of, oh, in t- well, yeah, well, you know, you never know. Just Bronze <laughs> Reed sitting there like these fucking cunts. <laughs> you never know. Oh, what was his indie name again? Jonah Rock. Jonah Rock. That's such a good fucking indie name. I love That's that. a class indie name. Man, like, they should have kept that. Like, Bronson, <laughs> Bronson Reed's good too. Like, Colossal Bronson Reed is a good ring to it. But, yeah. like, Jonah Rock is like, you want to hang out with him. I want to sit and have drinks with Taika Waititi <laughs> and Jonah Rock. <laughs> <laughs> can we get Jonah Rock in fucking Love and Thunder can we oh yeah Fuck. that'd be class leave it I'm so um, upset so <laughs> we have giant Zangier the only thing I can think of is that Indian special they did. He might have had a match. Maybe. Possibly. Because apparently there was one or two matches that people said were good. Yeah, it was meant to be a was good it Superstar Spectre? Yeah, that's called. it. Yeah. Good thing yeah. you remembered because I fucking didn't. Uh, and then we have Zechariah Smith. Never heard of him. Uh, Ari Sterling. Uh, he was on 205 Live. He was pretty good. I liked him. Uh, Asher Hale. You know, funny thing is, couldn't tell you which one's which between Ari Sterling and Asher Hale. <laughs> but I like to win both of them. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you have Tyler Rust. Okay, this is a weird one for me. So, personally, was never a fan. Like, he's one of the most bland wrestlers I've ever seen. He's also, like, really kind of weird looking. Like, have you ever looked at his face? It just doesn't quite. I don't know. Jesus. Makes... I don't mean to. I'm not trying to be mean. It's just like, you know, the way you start like certain wrestlers and actors have that like movie star face. He looks too normal. Like when he's wrestling, it looks like they found him. Yeah. Like, you know, when Santino Morella came out of the crowd and you're like, that's not a fan. That's a performer. Like if Tyler Russ came out of the crowd, I'd be like, someone arrest that man. Like he just looks too normal and it freaks me out. <laughs> Does that make sense? Do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get that, yeah. So I did find, like, talent, talented wrestler, but bland as fuck. Hmm. But the fact that he was in the diamond mine, which is this big thing that's being pushed, hmm. like, I'm pretty sure he won a match on NXT this week. Didn't he? Did he win or what? I think he won. I didn't watch NXT this week. Me neither. I can't. But I think he won. I think he won a match. Hmm. And then, like, yeah, it makes no sense. Unless they're going to put different people in the diamond mine with Roddy and Hachiman. I'm just like, what the fuck? Um, so, yeah, now we have the one that I'm really sad about, because I watched the episode of Undercover Boss where he was signed to the, this, the contract. Oh, Jake Atlas, yeah. Jake Atlas. Also, great episode um, of Undercover Boss if you haven't seen it. But. Uh, no, I've never watched it. But um, yeah, Jake Atlas is cool. Again, like he's one of those things where it's like Tyler. Like he's a good wrestler, but I feel like back when WWE was more strict about who they were signing, I don't know if he would have been like up there. Like he's good, but he kind of just fills a spot on the roster. I didn't like how they're shoving him into different storylines. Like they're throwing him into the uh, towards the Tian Sha, is it? 
Did I not? Yeah. Did I not make a joke where if you wanted to be like a mid card heel in NXT, you, you'd, you'd be the show, Jake Atlas. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said that a couple months back. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah. Well, who are they going to beat the shit out of now? They got rid of Leon Ruff as well. Oh yeah. Who are you going to fold? Who are you, Who are you going to fold in half now? I'm never going to see my dream match of Leon Ruff versus Walter. <laughs> so yeah, that's the next one, Leon Ruff. That's so hard, man. One of the purest baby faces in NXT. Like, when he won the NXT North American title from Gundy Gargano, I popped my ass off. I was so happy. And yes. then he's gone. And I'm just like, why? And, like, he can't have been signed to much because he was a jobber first. Yes, but yeah. Like, well, I think, I think he'll do really well. He's really young as well. I think he'll do really well in the indies for a bit and then come back to the re- Probably. Because he's so young, and like I don't know, I'm not upset when guys get released because the fact that they've been in WWE, like they're going to get more consistent bookings than they would have otherwise. If they did, yeah. So like, like Leon Ruff is going to be like, shit, we need a baby face to fold. <laughs> Hire Leon Ruff for a bit. Yeah. Oh man, could you imagine Leon Ruff versus Miro? <laughs> Just the fucking uh, super kick. Oh no, well, not obviously. I think the accolade. I don't know. Does he still call it? The, no, he calls it the game over now, doesn't he? Uh, I haven't watched AW in a while. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. tr- I'm gonna pay for AW Plus soon and start getting back into it. I might, I might. They're tempting me a little bit. I, I, yeah. I was tempted during Moxley's run. I don't like Omega's reign as much. Once Page wins the belt, I'll be watching because I love Hangman Page. So I'll, I'm gonna pay for AW Plus soon, so you can, you can, you can mooch off me for a while. Fuck yeah, and I'll get Impact. Oh hell yeah, because um, they're kind of hand in hand at this point. Yeah. I will, like it's sort of like the Avengers of wrestling at this stage. Like Impact, AEW, New Japan, NWA, and uh, MLW isn't there yet. But I can mm. see them doing something soon. Uh, it's just a tidal wave of things that are. Yeah, GC, actually, GCW is the crossover there because you have Mark Cardona, who's in Impact, is a GCW World Champion, and then you had Nick Gage wrestle a match with Jericho on AEW, yep. which is like. So GCW is in there as well. And GCW is basically like what CZW was in the 2010s, like the best hardcore promotion. Or the early 2010s, I should say. Tournament of Death. Jesus. Oh, man. I actually, did you watch uh, Dark Side of the Ring on Nick Gage? I didn't, no. That was so good. That's so I'll interesting. And his interview with Chris Van Vliet as well. Like, he's such a cool dude. Like, I'm, I'm fucking MDK gang now. I'm converted. <laughs> so... We'll continue on. Next we have Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Surprising this. Like, it's weird. And I'll get to, I'll elaborate on this later. Like, you kind of need veterans. Like, you can't just get rid of all of them. But, I don't know. Your thoughts? Yeah, uh, she was just there a while now. She could have, she could have, um, well, she's she's strong. She she has that big kind of like you know the match she had with Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, like she's good for elevating. Like she's not gonna. She's four years of age. Like, and not, not that that's stopping you from being a top champion. Like Balor is forty, but like, you know, she fulfills that role of like the veteran that goes on like a winning streak on TV, then loses yeah. a match to build up like the next top guy. You know. Like she could have been, she was great. Like she, they did that for Zaya, they did it for Raquel. Like she had a role to fill, and she did it really, really well. And now it's like, if you get, because I, there's a thing I'll get to in a bit. 
they want to like make the roster younger. But if you don't have veterans, it's like, what do you know? That's important. Hmm. I don't know. There's not a lot to say about Mercedes. It's kind of shocking, but not like too shocking because she wasn't in a storyline right now. Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm trying to remember what I was going to try and say. Because I had something I was going to say about her beforehand. But she's, um, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Okay. Does it have anything to do with retribution? <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm okay, trying to. Right. I'm trying to like, erase that from my memory. Right, nobody right. wants to. Nobody wants to retribution. I'm pretty sure we've only two left. We do. We have Bobby Fish. Fuck, hate this one. This upsets me. Hmm. He's old. He's oldish Love as well. Bobby Fish. But I, as is, I said to you but yesterday, like, like, again, like veteran. Yeah. Like, what, like you were saying to me this morning, what was it? The injuries. He's kind of injury prone. He is it's... very much like made of glass, but mm. like I thought, right, he was gonna within like a year or two he'd retire and become a trainer in NXT. Like that's what I like I didn't see him I knew he wasn't making main roster. I knew that, right? Yeah. But he had a role as like the veteran presence in NXT. He could still go. Oh yeah, he can. Like Bobby Fish is unbelievable in the ring, and he would have been a great veteran presence. Maybe retire in a year or so, and then just be a trainer in the PC. It's fucking great. I would have loved to see him if Regal decides I don't want to be NXT GM anymore. I would have loved to see Bobby Fish do that. He would have been class for that. That would be cool, actually. <laughs> Mostly just because of the mustache. But like... <laughs> imagine the CP. He's a heel manager though, and it's just a, uh, and he's just twirling the mustache. Yeah, just twirling like a villain. But like, and like, Undisputed Era is one of the is the best stable since the Shield. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, depending on if you count, uh, depending no. now depending on if you regard New Day as a stable or tag team. I, I they're a tag team, but like they they utilize the Freebird. They've been regarded as the best tag team of all time on their on that on the WWE's list, so I'm counting them as a tag team. Yeah, well, I agree. They are the best tag team of all time. Mm. Like, come on. Like, obviously. But, um, yeah, no, Undisputed Era, like, it's... Well, here, we'll talk about the last release, and then I have a point that I want to, like, finish on, because we did say this is a shorter one. So... Okay. Yeah, not, fi- not finished, like, there's a... Yeah, this is fucked. What do you, what do you have to say about this? Fucking weird. It hurts. It hurts. You had a match with Adam Cole this week. He was North American champion like a month and a half ago. Yeah. And it was this str- like, like the matches that you had when he had the title made him look strong. Like strong as fuck. And he was over as fuck as well. Like, I don't understand some of these. Like he was tipped for a call up. Hmm. Like when you think of it, you like, had you had Bronson Reed, Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. They're both champion at the same time. Who else is? Who else is Aussie? There was another Aussie. Shane Thorne. He no, there was another. Oh, was Indy, another... Indy Hartwell. Yeah, she's champ. She was. She was tag champ. Mm. Like, yeah, the Aussie champs. 
Like when people realize that they just have a bunch of Aussies on the champs, they just kind of like, hey, they're doing something. That's cool though. Um, sure, like man, it was only like Buddy Murphy was the first Australian champ in WWE history, and that's only like three years ago. Yeah. Well, no, actually, no. His first title reign was in like 2015, so that's not actually true. But, oh, it was that one? Was 2015 when he first won the 205 Live? No, man, when he won the NXT tag titles with Wesley Blake. Oh, jeez, yeah, no, fuck that, yeah. That, that well, was yeah, when no, he was Alexa. Pro- yeah, what? Blake Alexa Murphy Factor. Bam. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I have a. I want to hear your thoughts on this, because this is what's been bugging me for the last while, with all these releases, including Bray. By the way, oh, yeah. which we actually didn't mention, that is baffling. But I'm kind of like happy for him in a sense because he's had like a fucking abusive relationship with creative for years. So, yeah, hopefully he can go somewhere. I honestly don't think Bray should be wrestling. I think Bray needs to get into like acting and directing and stuff. <laughs> oh writing. yeah, imagine him like fucking don't... directing like and like a proper art house film. Yeah, like W, like because W would have been the best promotion for his style. And now that he's not there, it's like, man, he has a future in Hollywood. Like, he's a great actor as well. So, I, um, I think Impact could benefit. You know, it's like how they threw money towards their cinematic stuff. That's deep, man. They popularize cinematic style. If Bray could go there, I, I feel I'd like, like they'd see that. They'd put, they'd put a budget is, towards his, uh, his ideas, I'd say. He, it's just the only thing is he might be a little bit too big for Impact right now because Impact are signing. Instead of because Impact used to sign like whatever big WWE name they could get their hands on, hmm. but now what they're doing is signing like sort of WWE's released jobbers and then turning them into talent. Big guys, like yeah, you know, like Rich Swan, Diana Parazzo, like Eric Young. Obviously, Eric Young's an Impact legend, but like yeah, none of these guys like Aiden English, the Drama King, or Matt Raywald now. Like um, none of these were like top guys in WWE, but they're being presented. It's not like just being like. What was like the joke before it was like You're oh, talking look. Oh, here's Gail Kim Sorry. back again. <laughs> well sort of just like um what's XWE guy doing in the impact zone? But they have like a slightly different name or something. And like just anyone they could get their hands on, regardless of baggage. Johnny like, Impact pushing her angle <laughs> impact, yeah. Uh, like pushing a car angle with a drug dependency and all this stuff, like, um, you know, but now they're signing like guys that they can mold into stars, which I prefer. Yeah, impact is sort of impact has kind of become the developmental for the wrestling industry at this point, which I kind of like. Watching impact now, you actually do get like NXT in 2015 vibes off it, but um, as a raw feel to it, just yeah, I just really like it. I really enjoy it. Considering it has the budget. Like... Hmm. Such a good pay-per-view. Actually, do you want to talk about my favorite wrestler at the moment? Josh Alexander is a god. I have not watched a single match of his. Oh, the walking weapon. He's like, he wrestles like prime Kurt Angle, but if he was like 50 pounds lighter, so he can do cruiserweight shit as well. And if that He's doesn't sell one of their you champs, on him, isn't he? He's the X-Division champion. Mm. And he, had, he had a 60-minute Ironman match at TJP a couple months ago. Oh, did he? Yeah. 
the Ultimate oh, yeah. X match from Sanniversary was unbelievable. Like, I love his and look and all. Like, actually, it does look like... Oh, yeah, the head, headgear and all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, there's rumours that apparently he actually might be challenging Kenny Omega for the impact. He might do, like, the option C thing where you can cash in. Basically, you vacate the X Division belt for a shot at the world title. Hmm. Uh, it's like an impact rule. And they're thinking he might do that and challenge Kenny Omega. And that... Whew, whatever show that's on, I'm buying. Hmm. Unless it's a weekly Dynamite episode. Oh fuck no! Don't do that to me. That'd be too. That'd be too no, big. I'm, I'm saying that no, but no, they could have. No, but hey, it's, you know they're themed Dynamite episodes like Fight for the Fallen and all. Oh maybe, but it's still bigger. That's no like, whenever the Impact title goes back to Impact, it has to be on one of their pay per views. Oh yeah, yeah, it would. Like and. I think like the people who are the most likely to take it back to Impact are like Eddie Edwards, Josh Alexander, and Trey Miguel. They're the three <clears> that are the most in the running for it. So <clears throat> whenever one of them does take it back, it should be like I'd love to see one of them who's not gonna win it have a match against him on Dynamite. Like that'd be or one of the specials. Like that'd be class. Just extra viewers for Impact. But whoever takes it back, it should be on a pay per view. Yeah. No, you're right. Now, the last thing I want to say is about the releases and how gutting it is. And like you were saying, it's hard to feel uh, excited for WWE at the moment. The weird thing I've noticed with releases, right, is obviously a lot of them were signed within the last like five years, like the big indie boom. Mm. And it kind of feels it kind of feels like the last five years of WWE just don't matter. <laughs> like if you look at if you look at who's being pushed right now. Like on SmackDown. SmackDown is like what? Like if the SmackDown roster now was treated the way they are like in 2016, like Roman, Balor, KO, Zayn, Biggie's Mr. Money in the Bank, Apollo's doing well, yeah. Nakamura's doing all right, Corbin's there. Like all the guys they're featuring on SmackDown. This were is like all NXT stuff that could have been happening. 2015 and 16. Yeah. These, these are things that could have been happening five years ago. It feels like the last five years just didn't happen, and we're back to where we were. Hmm. Like these guys should have been champions five years ago, and we should be having like Alistair, Ricochet, Braun, I guess. Um, like that kind of like it just feels so like meaningless. Like you have the undisputed era built up as one of the best factions of all time. Then they're split up. None of them are called up. Cole might be going. Yeah. Oh, did you actually, that's a fucking important thing. <laughs> Apparently, Cole and Dunn's contracts are both expired and they're going on a month extension. And after SummerSlam, both could be gone. I'm, I was, when, I, when I read the Pete Dunn one, I was devil. I was more devastated about Pete Dunn than Adam Cole. I'll be honest. Well, both of them have a massive upside. Honestly, like, I don't even know who has more, but both of them could be carrying. Like, they, if they left, they would be like. The most damaging releases so far. Like they have the most upside out of anybody released, aside maybe, oh, yeah. aside from maybe Bray, and he's like already fucked by creative. Like when you think Adam the Cole carried NXT one... from twenty, but when did he sign twenty seventeen? Yeah, seventeen. Seventeen to twenty nine. But no, apparently, like back. he he had a me- he had a meeting with Vince uh, at SmackDown yesterday, and apparently, like it went really well, and Vince has taken a personal liking to Cole, so. Mm-hmm. 
who knows where he'll go. But if he does resign, he's probably gonna have the rocket push, which he fucking <laughs> should. Same same with Pete Dunn. But um but do you agree with what I'm saying that like it feels like the last few years like if you look at any of the NXT takeover cards in like 2017, 18, hmm. like none of it matters. Yeah, no. You're right. Like like you build carrying cross and I'm very excited for Joe Cross by the way like I actually think that feud's been built really well. Mm. And then you have him lose on Raw to Jeff Hardy in 2 minutes. And it's like this whole year of him beating Champa, Lee, Priest, Balor, Gargano, like all these guys. Even when he was fucking And then it doesn't face I can't even remember his name before he was T-Bar at this point, Jesus Christ. Dijakovic, yeah. Yeah. Even that felt like it was like, a big deal. Yeah, and like none of it means anything. And I think that's why I find it so hard to watch WWE at the moment. It's not because like the content is bad, because I still do believe NXT and SmackDown are good shows. Mm. Like and Raw has improved a little bit, and I really like Lashley. I really like Riddle. Like WWE is not as awful as people say it is, but there is this horrible sense of hopelessness to it right now. Would you agree mm. with that sentence? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I've never just, felt like this as a wrestling fan. It's, I'm at a point where I'm like, who are, who are we going to see? Just thinking two months down the line. I'm, like, I, I can't even say a year down the line because some of the people who are seeing like, mm. like, now will probably be gone. But like, two months down the line, who are we going to see like, on weekly television? Man, like, I wouldn't be shocked if someone like Kevin Owens was released. Don't say that. Which is gutting, by the way. I would be gutted. Yeah, that would hit me. I would be so upset if KO. He's was one gone. of the few people who has made a generic theme song. His own. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kevin Owens. Theme- yeah, I know. But Kevin Owens' theme song is class, though. Out of all of those, know, like, generic, great, but it's themes, generic. The best. Yeah, but like it's generic. But he makes it have an intensity. <laughs> yeah, like when you hear that. Oh man, you know, but I think that's honestly just because how strong his booking was in the first year that his mm. theme worked. Like, if he was like a jobber, doesn't matter. But the fact that when that theme played, you knew someone was going to get fucked up. Yeah, you knew John Cena was going to die. <laughs> like, but again, like, I love to see that Zayn is being featured. Balor looks like a boss mm. on the main roster. Like, all of these guys that I loved five years ago are doing really well. But where's Alistair? Where's fucking Buddy Murphy? Mm. Like, it's just really upsetting. And it's hard to root for them. And, like, I want to see all these guys do well outside WWE. But, like, I want WWE to be a good show. Mm. I don't and know. With the, Hopefully you know, the next pod we do will be more positive. Do you know? Yeah. Fucking every episode, half the episodes we've done so far have been releases, releases, releases. I know, but and our money in the bank one was really upbeat as well. I know. <laughs> Talking about all the great things to have in money in the bank, and now we're just depressed. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you have something you wanted to add before you wrap this? Uh, just one thing about how see the way this like the, like the amount of releases we're getting. You know yeah. how before when they released handfuls of people, you'd be like, ah, well, you can kind of pick, you can kind of see where each one's going to go. Yeah. It's like we, we have a now. big fucking bowl of popcorn and you're trying to like sort out like, each, where each kernel's going to go. And it's just... Yeah, it's too much. Like, like, in 2019, I remember being stressed out that the indies were empty. 
because there was nobody. Like there was no names. Mm. And obviously it refilled and now there's a few. Like guys like that blew up and all like in the last couple of years. But um I was like, oh my god, the indies are empty. Now I'm like, oh my god, the indies are too full. Mm. Leo like, you just build a new promotion. again and he's thinking about uh, coming back to wrestling after retiring. Uh no, what I saw was he's still retired, but now that he's cleared, he has some dates he wants to honor with New Japan. Oh. Yeah, Grand. that's what that was. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty now he might he might be like a Terry Funk, just retire, unretire, etc. But I'm pretty sure he said like he's cleared from his uh what was an ACL or MCL tear or something like that. Mm. And he is gonna honor his commitments to New Japan and then retire after that. He might not, but that's that's the situation right now. Yeah. So yeah. I also Rory. have Leon uh, Leo Rush's class. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh can I give you homework for next week if you haven't watched it already? Uh sure. The David Arquette documentary. Oh, what the fuck is it called? Uh he can't kill David Arquette. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Well it's good, is it? We'll watch it. Right. Cause there's a little bit uh about him in the Nick Gage thing. So Yeah. Um what's well, my homework for you? Watch um the, the Dark Side of the Dark Side Nick of the Ring, Gage. Yeah. And his interview with Chris Van Vliet on YouTube. Yeah, I'll watch them. Right. And so, now that gives we're gonna wrap this up. we have something to discuss next week. Cool. Well, whenever we get to record again. So hopefully soon. Hopefully next week. But, you know, we'll see. Because hmm. we Perhaps. are busy men. So Yes. Right. Okay. Hope you guys enjoyed this week. Uh, Owen, do you want to do outro honors? I know. I start. You can finish. Okay. Uh, yeah, we have been the WrestleNuts. Thank you to the people who do listen to this. Uh, uh, we don't promote it. It's, this is just a hobby for us to sit down and talk about wrestling. We would do this even if we weren't recording it. So it's nice to just, you know, make something out of it. So we thank you to We haven't seen each other in person in two months. And when we meet in person, this is no, all we talk it's about. Longer. So. It's longer. It's longer. It was a, yeah, we had that party in May. Fuck. By, tr- by three months. Yeah, it's not, it's not much longer. I, I'm I don't want to talk but... about that party. <laughs> yeah how's the head fuck off right um, yeah, we have been the rest of us uh, we will see you guys again next this time. is ciao